Hello. Hello. How we doing? How we doing, Tom? You okay? Doing all right, mate. Yeah. I did. I ate a kebab last night, and it is playing on me now. It's playing on you. At the time, it was so good. Amazing. It was. That's the problem with a kebab, isn't it? That At is. the time, it's just brilliant, and then afterwards, you just hate yourself. Kebabs are lovely, aren't they? Yeah. And then you you do despise yourself afterwards. Next day. The next day. But oh, it was. God. Um. But anyway, so that's anyway that's lovely stuff, isn't what it? For I people. Last night, I can't even remember what I ate last night. Not much, I don't think. Interesting. Oh, my hands and name. <laughs> a cold McDonald's. Oh, we had the we had the, uh, the we had the, the service thing going on, didn't we? we? Yeah, yeah, we had and, our um, yeah. I was so I had to get something. So they ordered McDonald's and it came and it was freezing. So I had to eat a cold McDonald's. Have you ever had one of them? I, I don't know why they always get things wrong. McDonald's in their orders as well. It's like the one. worst delivery service ever. What? But we keep going back. You do. You have a breakfast, and oh, we won't get into that today. But anyway, a no, McDonald's breakfast is horrible. But you're you're you keep going back. That's just there, isn't it? Yeah, it's just easy. It's my lifestyle, lad. Well, today, anyway, anyway today, yeah, today we're doing another pre-record because yeah. we've done one already, and it we worked the technology out. It was a miracle. It happened. It was yeah. fairly smooth. It was, it was good. And so we thought we'd do another one. Yeah. So where we're getting some guests, and we get some top guests that we way, don't we? Because they don't have to come then, all the way here. So <laughs> it's easier for they're us. They're not willing to drive to the northwest in Liverpool, especially when we're not paying them. Like, yeah, we're not yeah. giving them any I money mean, for petrol. I mean, what's your, what you'd expect, yeah. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> so, um, but, so it is mean and we get some top guests doing some these. Some fantastic so I, I, I'm excited guests. by these. And we've got another great guest we today. We have, yeah. We've got Steve Legg with us today. Let's, let's welcome Steve Let's welcome in. Steve. Great to have you with us, mate. Thank you so much for being willing to do this. Great to have you. Listen, I'm very intrigued by your kebab because, Go on. you know, I think kebabs are pretty healthy generally. Uh, if you have a chicken kebab, I mean, that's a chicken salad, isn't it? It is. It is if you have a chicken one. I also had the one that you have the, a had the, one. Had the, had elephant, the mixed the elephant leg and <laughs> the other bit on it. They so, good, aren't they? so it's just a and pure... I don't think you understand up here because I think this is a north-south divide thing again. Go on. Our chippies, like their portions are massive. Yeah, it's a game changer. As up in, north. honestly, you wouldn't, you would be surprised, Steve, how big the portions you get in our chippies up here. They're and just the, the, huge. The other thing, which is a game changer, Steve, uh, w because this didn't happen down south, is up north when you order a, a Chinese meal or whatever. Yeah. Down south, you have to pay extra for rice, whereas up in the north, that's a freebie. That's a given. You're kidding me? That's in no. the price, so you get and chips or rice as an added. And you wouldn't, it, yeah, it's a game changer living and up north. it's massive, isn't it? It is. It's yeah. colder, though. You know what? Yeah. I went to the Pit Stop Cafe in Bangor, Northern Ireland. I go over there lots, and they always take me to this real greasy spoon. And I thought, I'll have something healthy. I'll have a jacket potato. Wow. And they gave me chips on the side. <laughs> Can you believe it? <laughs> That's amazing. I just did not dear. believe it. Yeah, I'll tell you what, boys, I was up your way. I was in West Kirby the other week. Ah, ah, you were yeah. pretty close. You could have called into Finnegan's. Yeah. yeah, West Kirby, URC. What a great place. Right. Nice. It's posh, West Kirby. Is it, isn't it? Yeah. Posh. It's posh it very there. nice. Yeah, it's but posh, most places posh West Kirby. Yeah. Posh is a bit yeah. It is a bit posher. But there you go. But Netherton's <laughs> nice, isn't it? Yeah. You've been. You've been. Anyway, let, let, let's just yes, introduce been. you a little bit. I stayed bit. at your house. You stayed at my house, yeah. <laughs> you stayed at my house, yeah. But yeah, Years um, ago. Yeah. It, it, Steve is... Um, He's very involved in lots of things, which we'll get into today. He's 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 where I first met him. I think was CVM. I, I would probably guess at Steve. 
Well, may, maybe it was. Well, maybe it was I when... think I came to you first. Yeah, your mate came to my house. I've got you on doing a spot because yeah. I love you out and I think you're very funny. Well, I, yeah. I always have. I don't think I'm funny anymore. I've, I've, I've gone into that kind of I'm rubbish at everything again. Uh, really? But, yeah, <laughs> honestly. Oh, don't start <laughs> letting me. Have you confidence? <laughs> I, I just don't never think had I'm it. funny. Yeah, anyway. Neither did 2,000 lads at CVM, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, that is a tough audience. Uh, it really is. Oh, Especially in the middle of Elvis. <laughs> they they um, are a tough crowd. Oh no, the gig you had me do was in the bar area, wasn't it? So yeah. people were passing through, but there was there was people listening to that one. It was the other one, they the Elvis listening. one. Yeah, they, they were listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had you up, didn't we, for our Christmas uh, kinds of. Church. That was brilliant. Lunch. It was one of your favorites. I think it was years. in a hotel or something. Well, yeah. Park, Park Hotel up the road. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we had you there, and Tom done the seating arranging and put and put um, the 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 table. Don't get into the, that. I'm, I'm not going to get into it. I'm yeah. gonna, but the the heckling table right yeah. in front of you. Yes. That's what he done. Oh, no he put the, the heckling table right in front of you, and I was thinking, what are you doing that for? Yeah. It wasn't you, actually. It was Ian who was on the table. I was going to say. It was, yeah. Yeah, but I just like playing it. Went well. It went okay, didn't it? Yeah, you it did was a fantastic was job, Steve. Fab. It was hilarious. I've literally, I literally remember one of his jokes when you said to someone, um, um, oh, are you such and such? Uh, it was a woman and you went, uh, yeah, yeah. you went, uh, I'd ask you how old you are, but that's pretty rude. So how heavy are you? <laughs> it, it, yes, it, Pretty close. Yeah. It's very rude to ask a woman her age. Yeah. So that puts them off. Yeah. And the, and the, the, the tag is, so, so how much do you weigh? Yeah. So, uh, pretty it's funny, good, that. It's a, it's a pretty that funny gag, line. that. Yeah. Of course, yeah. course murder. But very anyway, good. yeah, so we've got Steve on. Um, uh, as I said, he's I've seen him at CVM. He's a comedy magician. You got that there best. in the end. Just before we started, I said to Al, you do the introduction for Steve. I'm doing it. I know, go on. Is you it, shut you're up. taking well, your we're time. We're chit-chatting, aren't we? That's, all right, that's, that's the fine, way Steve. It's you're, just, we'll do an hour and he won't have actually told anyone who you are or what you do. You've you're, you're got one of your mates on from South South, have you? I think you're old Billy. That's it. Steve, <laughs> give anyway, me some backup. Anyway, it's probably lives down by you. I don't know where well, he lives. Where are you, where are you from, Steve? What's well, your... I'm in Littlehampton. We know it as LA. Littlehampton. Oh, Littlehampton. That's like Mecca for Christians, isn't it, in the UK, I think. There's loads well, of... Well, uh, it has been. Where are you then, Tom? Oh, I was in Hampshire origi- before I moved up Where here. Else? Um, Not far from Aldershot, Farnham Way. Do you know that? Oh, yeah, no, Farnham. You were in Farnham, were you? Borden. Borden. That's the rougher bit. People think I'm posh here, but Borden was rough as yeah, toast. Yeah, but Borden's but, probably no, posh Borden, for you. Yeah, there. Have you? What did you do? Do you know what? Bo- I've been on the road 35 years wow, now, man wow. and boy, and I've been everywhere once. <laughs> <laughs> a bit like myself. <laughs> I was in Nottingham yesterday, and nice. that, that, that was a return. So, but uh, that took wow. 10 years to get back there. <laughs> Had they forgotten your set by then? Because you did <laughs> the same <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so, Steve Leg is a comedy magician. I'm yep. still trying to get Great. there, but you Good. keep interrupting. Continue. You know, um, he's, he's, I, I've, Know most from CVM, don't we? And and the magazine that you do, CVM. men's festival is CVM. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I'm not explaining it, am I? No, keep going. It's Christian Vision for Men. It's the gathering. It's one of the best. It's got to be the best men's it's festival, hasn't it's it? It's top. It's really it's good. Like, do you know what? I've done so many over the years. Yeah, mm. I used to do a thing in Ireland that uh, at its heyday it was about four and a half thousand people at the Odyssey wow. in Belfast called Mandate. That was a really unfortunate name. So if you Googled it, you've got all sorts of websites coming up. (laughs) That was amazing at the Odyssey gig in there. People didn't think that name. That's a proper Christian name, isn't it? Where they just don't realise. They're so naive (laughs) to the world. It's just like mandate. (laughs) Not helpful. Don't go there. (laughs) Yeah. 
So, yeah, so we've, we've got Steve on today and um, we're looking forward to having a chat with you, getting to know you a bit more. Um, so, first of all, Steve, tell us a little bit about yourself. Introduce yourself to our listeners, please. Okay, so I'm Steve. I'm uh, 55 now. Very good. Leave right. me a little pause there. You meant to say you don't look it. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, and I would, I would probably the describe age. myself. I'm the same age as you, yeah. but oh, yeah. I look older than you. I was going to say, people are going to be doing that this comparison north, now. North Salty Vibe again. You've had that. a hard life. Uh, yeah. You've had a hard life up north. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry. I would probably kind of um, describe myself as a creative communicator. Mm. I do all sorts of communication. I do comedy magic as a job. As I said, this year, 35 years on the road doing that, traveling around. I write books. I run a men's magazine. Yeah. Have a little radio show as well. So, kind of all sorts of things like that. Mm. Incredible. That is me. I've got five beautiful daughters. We're a blended family. Wow. I was married with three little ones. My missus went off with someone else. Um, oh. So I was on my own for five years with with, with my girls. Wow. Met Becca fifteen or so years ago. So it's our fifteenth anniversary in twenty twenty three. She's got two girls. So it's me. And uh, six women. Six women. Wow. And that, even the dog's female. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I, I, I feel a little bit of your pain. It was me with three women and the dog was female as well, you yeah. know. You know um, That's another level. Oh, though, it, it? it is another level, you Surrounded. know. Surrounded. I mean, at least it's you've quite got something. a boy. How many bathrooms you got, though, Al? We used to have just the one. Oh, now, now we've got two. Seven. But they've all moved out now. So <laughs> <laughs> we're rattling down this house with no, you know, we have a bathroom each. In fact, we've got we've got a downstairs loo as well. We can take our pick, you know. It's great. It's great. But yeah, when we had uh, when we had everyone living here, there was a bit there was a bit tight for their bathroom space. You had to yeah. get in quick, otherwise you were done. You couldn't yeah. do it. We're in a new build, so we got a downstairs toilet and then four bathrooms, oh, believe fabulous. it. Or not. Wow. wow. So that's great. Yes. That's amazing. But it is tough it's tough with 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 all women. Because yeah, I don't know what it was like in yours. Your your kids are probably angels, you know, I don't know. But <laughs> man, they just fight over clothes, fight over makeup, scream at each other in decibels that only dolphins can understand. Like it's just it's just <laughs> noisy. They're always arguing over something, you know. One of them one of them literally got a lock and put it on their door. And like locked it with a padlock, so the other one couldn't rob her clothes. <laughs> and of course, you you are dad's taxis, aren't you? Twenty four ah. seven, seven days a week. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I'm glad they've moved out now, Steve. I don't know how, how close you are to that, but I'm glad. Do you know what? They've all gone, out. and we're loving it. Yeah. Wow. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. You know, we actually lost our our last three. I want to say lost. <laughs> <Not today. laughs> uh, what have you done with them? <laughs> On the same weekend, and it wow. was oh, oh that's traumatizing. I had my sunglasses that. on all weekend. I was an emotional wreck. But we wow. came back, and we thought this is actually quite nice. Because, but you know, because we were a blended family, we never really had time just the two of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, yeah, just newlyweds almost. Yeah. Just still have things to say to each other though. <laughs> well, don't you just live not, in different parts of the house? <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do. We've just got our own tellies now. <laughs> that's that's it. <laughs> No, nah, it's not that bad. I'm only messing. I'm only messing. So, <laughs> you've said you've been on the road for 35 years. How did you get into being a comedy magician? How did that happen? What you know? Well, you know. I, I tell you what. I, I used to love watching Paul Daniels as a kid. Okay. On a Saturday night back in the day, Al, we only had three channels, didn't we? I remember yeah. when Channel Four started. I in do. Yeah. Eighty-two was it? With Countdown, but we had three channels, and Paul Daniels Magic Show was on every Saturday night. BBC One probably had 13, 14 million viewers. You're going to like this. Him, Not I a saw lot. him make an elephant disappear one night. Wow. Wow. And I thought, this is amazing. And one uh, drizzly, rainy Saturday, 
I went to Bournemouth Library, because I come from Bournemouth originally, picked up a book on magic and was really hooked from that moment on. And we used to do tricks for the family and and friends. I left school at 16 because none of our mates, you know, uh, what, none of our friends went to uni. We all no. started work. I worked for Barclays Bank and was still doing magic and bits and pieces. Became a Christian along the way. And um, at the age of 21, I went full time on the road talking wow. about faith and doing comedy and magic as sort of a, a visual parable. Wow. 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 So how did, how did you become a Christian yeah. then, Steve? Yeah. How did that, that you kind of snuck that in there, did, but that's yeah. a pretty well, life-changing moment. That, hey. Do you know what? It, it really was for me. Um, I was at school in Bournemouth and I saw a poster for the Boys Brigade that was starting <laughs> just around the corner from me. Wow. Well, I, I kind of looked into it a little bit and I thought, oh, you've got to go to church on Sunday. And uh, <laughs> Was that part of the deal me. with the Boys Brigade? Yeah, yeah it was. It was, yeah. Oh, wow. I, I ended up sort of Boys Brigade church. I remember talking about how I came to faith once. And as I'm mid doing it in like one of them dinner after dinner things, speaking yeah. things. I'm mid, mid telling me story about when I was 16, blah, blah, blah. And I just suddenly dropped into my head. No, that's not true. And because my head, I'm dyslexic. I just say things out loud randomly, right? And I went, no, no, I'm actually lying, which is always good when you're telling yeah. a testimony, isn't it? You know yeah. what I mean? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually lying. I, I was a lot younger than that. It was Boys Brigade, and I remember going forward in this meeting. And that, that. So, yeah, sorry. So, Boys Brigade. Boys Brigade. They would, you'd go and do, is it a bit like Scouts? Boys you know, it's just like Scouts, but it's yeah. attached to a church. And, so you okay. have to go. So it started, a guy called William Smith okay. in 1883 started it. Wow. So it's the oldest uniformed youth organisation in the world. Great. I like and, the pointy um, hat. They've not got a pointy hat. They did have a pointy yeah. hat back yeah, in the just day. Just like um, Thunderbirds. Rescue. Yeah, Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds. Wow, yeah. that's sorry. I, that... I wanted to be a Thunderbird. That's what <laughs> that it was. The and thing you, had back a, in the day. you had a white sash as well, didn't you? Yeah, have a yeah. sack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have a sack yeah. and belt and everything. Wow. I've got. I've got someone on whose nose you know knows my my. This feels like life. You, I'm, I'm slightly with worried. All you young fellas. Slightly worried you're both going to start to say sort of racist things that you don't realise. <laughs> and like? I'm going to have to censor you a little bit. Oh, but oh, no, that's the, why it's a PD card, isn't it? That's it, just you're in scared. case. Yeah. Can, but that, no. so that we do that at Emmanuel, you know, where you you get people along to something fun, but then you surprise them and say you've got to come to church as well. Like it's like the, how we do evangelism, oh, isn't it? Boys Brigades was a lot more in your face with that. It, yeah, it was, totally in your face. You'd have to do but, it. You'd have to go to church yeah. at least yeah. so many times a month. It's a tick. Or you okay. couldn't go on the holidays and stuff oh, like that. And, sneaky. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. So, but they used to so do, I heard used to this, get little badges. We to, Sorry. Go on, Steve. Yeah, we did, we did badges and drill and all this uh, all this sort of stuff. So I heard this and I thought, oh, flipping it. But it was really boring church. Yeah. I mean, I felt sorry for God having to be there. Uh, <laughs> omnipresence has its drawbacks sometimes, doesn't it? <laughs> but on the plus side, there was a girls' brigade and we played football on a Saturday. So those two things outweighed the nice. board yeah. of 11 o'clock every Sunday. And it was a bore fest. It really was. Wow. We went on a summer camp and they got this vicar in. Um, who believed in God and communicated in an amazing way and talked about being mm. friends with God, um, having all those things in your past forgiven and forgotten and starting afresh. Wow. I thought this is either the biggest load of beep, yeah. beep, yeah. beep I've ever heard, or it's true. And if it's true, I need to do something about it. And we were given a little booklet called Journey Into Life, and we read it, and I, re I must have read it a hundred times. And we had an amazing wow. week, long, hot, sunny days, um, playing football till dusk and the smell of chemical toilets. It was absolutely <laughs> bliss. I, I did decide, I thought, I've got nothing to lose here. If this is rubbish, you know, I've not lost anything. But if this is true, this Christian message about being friends with God, 
then uh, I'll start the most amazing adventure. Mm. Yeah. And I remember vividly, you know, going home in the coach, we'd all got sunstroke and none of us had washed or changed our pants all week. <laughs> but I remember dumping the suitcase in the kitchen, running up to my bedroom, getting on my knees. And there was a little prayer in the backs talking about saying sorry uh, and all this sort of stuff, asking God to take over your life. And I did it. And, you know, from that moment on, I became a Christian and it said, tell someone within 24 hours. So I told my dad who clipped me around the ear and swore. So I guess I was destined to tell people about God from that moment on, but wow. I kind of discovered, well, I, I didn't kind of, I discovered something so amazing. It changed my life. And Christians use this word gospel, but gospel means good news yeah. and good news is for sharing. And I thought, oh, well, I'm going to tell as many people in as many possible ways from that moment on. And I, I carried on working for Barclays, uh, Barclays Bank from 16 to 21 and from the age of 21, been on the road in wow. a full-time capacity. Wow. Sharing my faith because it's brilliant and it's flipping brilliant, amazing good news. Wow. wow. So you were 16 when you became a Christian, is that right? No, I was probably about 12 or 13, but I started okay. work at 16, worked for yeah, Barclays yeah. Bank because I didn't know what to do. And uh, we're sharing my faith with all my mates and we go out wow. to pubs and clubs and, you know, telling people about Jesus, but being one of the boys as well. What had you done at 13 that you needed all that forgiveness from your past? No. <laughs> <laughs> what were you, Steve? <laughs> I'm only messing up. That's fine. another podcast. I know, yeah. I know what you mean. I, I love that mean. thing as well, that where they tell you you've become a Christian and it's like, tell someone within 24 yeah. hours just in case you back out case afterwards. You, yeah. In case you've got that disclaimer you get yeah, on your yeah. bicep from the shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> got 30 days till he turned this. <laughs> a mate of mine said that he, when he came came to faith in his teenage years is uh, he told his dad and it was a bit like a dirty secret you know in the sense that his dad would have been mu much happier if he'd been like going out clubbing yeah, getting yeah. wasted every week and telling you his know, dad that he'd become me. a christian yeah. was like a wow what are you doing absolute yeah. same for me was it i was I, I probably he probably felt let down uh, <laughs> <laughs> i think mine did really yeah. what a weirdo i think yeah. he thought it was a phase that i was going yeah. through and i'd grow yeah, out of it you yeah. know, or something or i'd get out of it you know what i mean and uh, yeah, never have up to now. Right. Tried a few times, but yeah. <laughs> can't never give it quite up made like it. a bad habit. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, it, one one of the things um, we said earlier um, was that you you started a magazine, a yeah. men's magazine. Um, tell us why you did that and how, and how that came about. I know a bit of the story already, but uh, and the and the kinds of oh, so, no, I'll ask you a bit in a more. Tell us why you did it and how it came about. Do you know, it was a conversation in the school playground. I was chatting to my accountant and I always have to explain, we both had kids at the school. We didn't just meet there to discuss my yeah. tax <laughs> or anything like that. And we was just stood there and he was telling me about his 10-year-old son's mates bringing lads mags into the playground, oh, things like nuts and yeah, loaded yeah, yeah. in FHM and laughing at these, you know, this inappropriate stuff, girls yeah. in skimpy bikinis and really unhelpful articles. And he was saying, wouldn't it be great if someone started something that was good and wholesome for blokes that could go all over the world, that could be available in news agents, that could be sent into prisons and to people in the armed forces. He said, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? If someone started something like that. Yeah. And it was one of those moments, and it probably sounds a bit weird, but I felt God nudge me a little bit and said, wow. you know, why don't you do that? And I thought, well, what do I know? I've got no level in English, which I did a year earlier when I was at school. Uh, so I had no level when I was 14. Uh, but I thought, well, what do I know? And I thought, I'll give it a go. And uh, I've always believed finance follows faith. It's one of those things. It's quite profound, really, and it's, it's easy to say it, but finance does follow faith. And if it's right, the money comes in when you step out in faith. 
so I sort of stepped out in faith and I knew this young guy called Bear Grylls who wasn't as famous as he is now. And he mm, said, yeah. I'd love to be involved. And we interviewed Kaka, the, the Brazilian footballer. So he was on the cover. This is the first uh, episode of it. You interviewed Kaka. This is the first, first one ever, magazine. 15 years How ago. How did you even yeah. get in touch with Kaka? That's it. Do you know what? It was quite amazing. Our first gift was a gift from Jose Mourinho who sent us £50. He'd heard about this magazine starting that was good. How does that happen? This is incredible. It sounds like, Steve, if I didn't know you were telling the truth, I think you were lying. Jose Mourinho gave you £50. The special one gave you 50 quid. Special one, because he thought, I like this. I like the sound of this. I know a lot of people. It's about black books, isn't it? And knowing people. And, you know, we just told people. And we've celebrated 15 years. It's called Sorted, the magazine. Why did you come up with that name? I wanted something that was was a little bit different that was totally non-religious. I didn't want to call it Jesus is Lord. (laughs) (laughs) No one would read that, (laughs) though. And I thought, Sorted, I kind of like it. You want to get sorted. None of us are sorted. Some people think they're sorted. We're not sorted. Knowing Jesus makes us a little bit more sorted. So it works. It's non-religious. I couldn't find anything else that had been called Sorted. No. Perfect. Um, Fab. Yeah. So it works. number one, magazine one was Kaka. Mourinho was by Mourinho. Bear Grills, your mate, just to have a little chat. I mean, it must be hard having a mate called Bear Grills, must yeah. it? Yeah. Wow. I mean, he must. You never go on holiday with him, do you? Because you end up drinking your own urine and that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's man. just not fun. It? That's yeah. not fun. He'd be good in a rugby party, wouldn't he, or something like that? Bear Grills. He's. Uh, I slept with my own urine as a hot water bottle once. I wow. did a Kilimanjaro mountain climb and it was so cold at night and so i was so desperate for the work for a wee they have tigers that were not maybe not tigers but lions and things yeah. in africa strolling around at night so i weed in a bottle and and use it as a hot water bottle but that's another story enjoy your I, lunch i, I had quite a life steve you, oh yeah uh-huh. i mean i sleep with my own your iron it's just that i can't be bothered getting up in the morning <laughs> And so, I mean, I I just had a little look at some of the various different people who have been interviewed for Sorted, and it's like A-list celebs, like crazy that you wouldn't really think might be able to be would be interested in. But obviously, you've just you've got everyone in your your mobile phone. But how do you how do you get them? You know, it's a it's a question because. I mean, this is our little daft podcast. No one watches this, Steve. You're all right. You know, it's fine. Right? But, uh, Say what you like. How do, how do you get anyone to come on? Because we, we've been trying to get people to come on, and there's only you. Our <laughs> 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 oh, money messing. Right. Um, how, how do you get some of them A-list celebrities to come on? But it's do, one of those things, as you grow... Uh, people come to you. Wow. I mean, with a magazine, we either know people. So people like Bear Grylls, we know... Uh, we've done stuff with Mark Wahlberg face-to-face. Yeah. We have other journalists who write in saying that I'm with... Oh, so for example, oh, here we go. So there is yeah. a Martin Sheen cover. Yeah. Do you know what? Martin Sheen, I'm a big West Wing fan. He's like a hero, hero oh, for me. It. I tell you, it's a great feature. And he talks about why he throws his jacket on the way he does. Oh, you know yeah. when he stands up and he thing. throws yeah. his jacket on? When he was a baby, he got stuck and they had to break his collarbone to get him out. So he's had a Brutal. weakness in his collarbone. <laughs> I digress. One of our guys spent a weekend with Martin Sheen, one of our journalists. So wow. So you have freelance journalists that meet these people as well. We have people all over the world. So And there's networks. So I might write in, you know, to the database saying, look, I want a one-on-one with Denzel Washington. Yeah. yeah. Someone will say, okay, I'm with Denzel next week and ask these <laughs> questions. So My head's the we just know blew people, up. People come yeah. to us. 
or we go on the database. But, uh, you know, as you grow, people come to us. So I do this little radio show on Connect Radio. So I've had uh, John Oates from Hall & Oates. Wow. He was promoting something. We got Sigala on it. Matt Goss was back in the UK nah. promoting his new album. And you get a phone call saying, do you want to chat to Matt Goss for 20 minutes? Why I not? don't, hey, I don't get them phone calls. I know, to be fair, you Britain's got talent and all oh, that. You need to do. use some of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, some of that pulling power. Too, yeah. I mean, yeah. If you'd done a bit better, if you'd won it, you might have been on the front cover of Sorted. Yeah, but... man, man, oh my, yeah. <laughs> you you must have Ant and Dick's numbers, haven't you, Al? No. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know who I am, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who I am. They were for you. They loved you. They did. So, so what? So, Steve, hang on. My head's blowing up about this magazine. Go on. I'm just. It's a good mag. I know. I subscribe to it, Steve. So, uh, but you. I can't. I can't get me head around that you started it with no money. Hmm. I, 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 I started it with no money. I found out it was going to cost five k. Five grand for the first. Five grand for the first one. I stepped out in faith. You know, f- finance follows faith. I tell so people. What do you mean? You stepped out yeah, in faith, Steve? That, like for people, some of the people who are, who are listening. It. I commissioned it. Just I said, okay, this is what we're it. doing. I found a designer and I thought, I really believe this money is going to come in for this. And because you had that, that feeling of like God was yeah. nudging God was you to do it. it and it totally. was in it. So let's go. And that, I mean, it just just chatting to you for 10 minutes, Steve, I can almost tell that that's kind of how you've lived your life in Kilimanjaro and doing and so what an adventure. The way to roll. What an adventure. People think Christianity is boring. I know. There are a lot of boring Christians, but I don't well, think Christianity is, is boring. But I think no. that's that's what... It's an adventure. That's isn't it? an adventure. That's an adventure. That That's is attractive. an adventure, Steve. And right. I would add this, fellas. Yeah, go um, on. Three weeks after the first one came out, my pal Martin phoned me up. He said, I want to send you 5K. Will that be of any use? Wow. <laughs> Brilliant. So, wow. I'd be back on to Jose at that point nine, and say, Oi. Oi, Jose. 50 quid. 50 quid's being paled into insignificance. Yeah. 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 Incredible. Wow. So, Steve, uh, in terms of you've had all these different people you've interviewed, exactly. and um, I just wonder who would be the top. What, has there been a particular interview that stands out or something that someone said or something like that that you particularly felt was has struck you? I'm, that's a bit, I know that's a broad question, yeah. but I'm, I'm asking it and now I'm stalling you know, so to hard. try and give you some time to think of something. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard because they're, they're all brilliant and every new edition, I think this is my favourite. It's got better yeah. and better. Yeah, um, very good. Yeah, Bear Grylls has been brilliant throughout. One yeah. of the ones I loved, we had The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, yeah, wow. on the cover. Yeah, that's um, cool. And Bear was was on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just need that emoji. Messaging The Rock. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. And, and he was messaging The Rock, saying it's great to share a cover on Sorted Magazine. One day we're going to share an adventure, and The Rock was talking about it. And we, little little me, Sorted was tagged in, and that probably reached. Uh, well, 300 million people through their reach. <laughs> so that was phenomenal. The two of them talking about, the, you know, this little Christian magazine. Love um, it. That comes out a little anthem. Fantastic. Wow. Good I stuff. Mean, I mean, yeah. And, it, you know, you can get sorted. How do they get it if people yeah. are watching and they want to get a copy of that, Steve? It's always best for us if you come to us direct, sortedmag.com. You can order subscription, £36 a year. comes in the post every two months. You can get them in WH Smith's. That's never happened with a Christian magazine. We send wow. thousands to the armed forces, lots into prisons. One of my favourite sorted stories, we used to send 80 copies into Belmarsh Prison, a Category A prison uh, wow. just outside London. And the chaplain wrote to me saying, please send more. Scuffles are breaking out. When the magazine's arriving. <laughs> wow. And I thought, incredible. They're fighting over a Christian magazine, these hardened criminals. Yeah. I thought, wow. Limiting brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So uh, you've also had adverts in Wolves Stadium, haven't you? 
for yeah, it? Yeah, we've done quirky the stuff over the years. We never really got much money, so we do swapsies. So we've had ads at Wolves, um, Crystal Palace, which um, was tough for me as a Brighton fan. But there was an opportunity there. <laughs> Why is that a thing, Crystal Palace, Brighton? Why is that a thing? Well, it's local. You see, it's locality. It's the it's, it's the most local. It's the nearest one. Football team. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, carry on. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, even though completely different counties. So yeah, people yeah. think, well, oh, yeah, that's crazy. Zabi, yeah. So kind yeah. of all those sort of things. We've had two pilots become Christians who've written to me because people have taken a copy onto a plane, read it and left it there. Wow. That's Amazing. the beauty of a magazine. I mean, it would save me a fortune if we were just digital. Online, yeah. And we are digital, <laughs> but people don't share digital magazines. No. So mm. we say to the, our 4,000 subscribers, once you've read your copy, leave it in a coffee shop, leave it at doctors, dentists, barbers, yeah. trains, planes, leave them anywhere. But yeah. someone will pick it up. I mean, I love books. I've written, I think, probably about 17 over the years. But you've really got to be in, into a, a book mm. to pick up a book and read it. But there's something about a magazine There'll be something on the cover that will intrigue people. This is why we always have big stars on the cover. Mm. I've had various Christian, um, well-known Christian speakers have begged to be on the cover, and we're just not <laughs> going to do it because yeah. people don't yeah, know yeah, them yeah, yeah. Yeah, as exactly, well as they yeah. do a Denzel Washington yeah. or Bear Grylls or whatever. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, um, wow. I mean, it is an event, yeah. But it, it, it hasn't all being roses for you as it you know there is this adventure this and you'd say this adventure of faith stepping out in faith and then um and all them kinds of giant leaps you know for what some people would consider but it hasn't all been because again i know a bit about your story because we share something uh, in common we were both diagnosed with cancer about the same hmm. time um so tell us a little bit about that steve yeah, yeah, it was just over a year ago. My wife noticed a little mark on the underside of my foot. Um, didn't hurt anything. I thought it was a little blood blister because I walked my dog a lot along the Little Hampton seafront. And uh, I kind of left it. And then I realized I could take a photo and send it to my quack. So I sent her a photo to the GP who said, come in. She had a look. She said, look, I'm not sure. Uh, I'll send you to a dermatologist. I thought, well, what on earth am I going to a dermatologist? I've got lovely skin. I haven't got any spots or anything. Mm. I went and saw this Greek guy in Worthing and we were getting on so well and having such a laugh. I even showed him a trick and he looked at it and he said, oh, I'm I'm not sure. Uh, probably best if, if we do a biopsy. Mm. And he said, uh, I'll have to refer you. And he said, it's really silly, but you'll have to come back and see me in a fortnight. And I said, well, can't you do it now? And he said, go on then. <laughs> so he warned me because it was on the underside of my foot. He warned me. He said, this is, I'm warning you. You know, the anesthetic, it, 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 this injection is really going to hurt. He said it's the most sensitive part of your body, the underside of your foot. And he was telling me how people get tortured there. And I thought, this isn't really helping, Doc. And he said, this is going to hurt. And I was lying there being very brave. And I said, this is incredible. Can't feel a thing. No. He said, I've not started yet. And then, he, <laughs> and then he injected me. And I'm really ticklish anyway. I almost kicked him in the face. It was <laughs> agony. And uh, he took <laughs> took this biopsy. I went home. I thought that was it. Two weeks later, I was watching the chase. I'm a creature of habit. Just gone five o'clock. And he phoned me up and he said, Look, I'm really sorry to tell you, you've got skin cancer. Wow. wow. And it was such, it rocked me. I didn't really ask any questions. So my wife yeah. was in the other room. She came in. She's from a very medical family asked me all these questions which i i had no idea was it a surface yeah. thing so i've had so many people contact me saying you've been a big wuss you know i've had this a little mark on my face and had it lasered off uh but it turned out mine was was proper uh malignant melanoma i went and had an op just before christmas had a chunk cut out 
on me off my feet for a month and then uh, it was quite deep so they, I went back and had a, a really big chunk taken out so when people tell me I'm a wuss I send them this photo yeah and <laughs> it'll make people faint because you just won't believe it it went two centimeters deep into my foot they cut out yeah. and they took out a lymph node in my groin because cancer spreads up your lymphatic system um, so that healed up and then we found out that they found traces in my lymph nodes in my groin um, which meant the cancer had spread. So I started yeah. this drug called immunotherapy. I don't yeah. know what you've been on now, but chemo and radiotherapy doesn't work on melanoma. Yeah. So immunotherapy is a brand new drug, only about four years old, wow. that essentially supercharges your immune system to fight cancer and stuff that shouldn't wow. be there. But I was still getting the occasional little mark on my foot that I was having taken out. So they stopped the immunotherapy because they said, look, it's clearly not working. But then I got ill on holiday and found out it gave me type one diabetes. So <laughs> I've now got many blimmin pens and injections oh, yeah. yeah. with insulin. So I'm having scans every six weeks, yeah. feeling fine. We had a bit of a body blow last week. I went back um, and uh, had a CT, uh, PET scan where they inject you with this radioactive yeah. stuff and you lay still for an hour and then they put you through a tube and they found some more traces of cancer in my uh in, in the in the lymph nodes in my groin right. pelvis area so being referred to the royal marsden so my wife got very emotional i see it as you know another part of the story another few chapters in a book yeah. i'm feeling very positive you know the new drugs are coming out all the time um yeah. it's really tiny so that's where we are at this moment so it's probably not the best news in the world but you know, it's not the worst news either. Yeah. And you're, you're similar, Alan, in a similar place, you know, and we chatted. That's uh, a conversation killer, isn't it? No, 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 no it's good. It's, it's I mean, this is what, this is what we're stuff. doing. At, we do at Finnegan's mate. And this is what we found isn't it. When we're yeah. in the pub and you're just with your mates and you can say, look, I go it's to not pub all every roses, Monday is with it? My like, mates and, and you can guarantee they'll ask me about my eyes. Even, you know, almost every week they'll say to me, how are your eyes getting on? When have you got to go for another injection? Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all that type of stuff. You know what? It's, it's uh, amazing. You know, I've shared my story a little bit as our will have noticed on Facebook and I've had two or three people going, go and get stuff checked out. Yeah, One yeah. did have cancer and they, she caught it so fast. Yeah. Um, she's absolutely fine now. And I think something good's come out of this. Mm. I had a curry with my mate, Steve, who's a magician, absolute atheist. He burst into tears as soon as I told him, yeah. he got mm. so emotional in this curry house and he went home and uh, he texted me saying, great seeing you. If anything good has come out of tonight is tonight. I've started praying. Wow. And I thought, wow. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm a glass half full people a mm. person. I think, you know, good has got to come out of any situation and good is mm. going to come out of this. Yeah. Amazing. And I figure if worse comes to worse, if I die, I'm going to heaven. Yeah. Wow. If I beat this, I've won because mm. I've beaten it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So either way, for me, I think it's a win win. And I don't want to go anywhere. I want to be around for years. I want to see my girls grow up. I want to walk them down the aisle. Mm. Um but yeah. who knows? Life is precious. Yeah. I am going to die, yeah. but it's not going to be today. In yes. the words of Hop from Stranger Things, <laughs> I saw that on season four last yeah. week. And I thought, I like that. Yeah. I'm going to die, but not today. Yeah. Very good. It's also in Gladiator, isn't it? Is it? <laughs> yeah. Is it? What did he but say? Not today. He says something about, he's, he says, we're going to be the afterlife, but not today. It is. A, mm. It's a, I don't That's know not, the exact quote, that, but it's in Gladiator. You surprised me, Alan. Well. Is that not word for word? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was going to ask you what difference yeah. your faith has made in that, but you've you've almost no, no. articulated that as well, unless you yeah. want to add something else. You know, you know, I just, yeah, I think I've won. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I believe God can heal me. Yeah. And he can heal me through doctors and medical science. And literally last week when we got home from from seeing the oncologist, you know, you, I heard about a, a new AstraZeneca drug that is fighting melanoma. Yeah. Melanoma is horrible. You know, I, you know, mine's melanoma in the eye. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, at least you it's go like through skin cancer things, in the very eye. scientific, don't you? Yeah. It's skin cancer in your eye. It's like basically yeah. a, a, a freckle article, freckles. Mm. Yeah, yeah, one of yeah. them, but it, they can change. Yeah, so that's mine's similar. Mine's pretty crazy, isn't it? Pretty good at the moment, you know, as good as so I can. So you want immunotherapy? No, no. I got this like uh, mad disc put in my eye, which was like radioactive, and I still see wow. bright lights in my eye when I'm trying to go to sleep. It's weird. And a year later, and um, they put that, they sew that into your eye for a bit, a few days, Good and then nice. they take it out. I know it's horrible, like, but. Um, that last the last checkup I had, he, the doctor was like the the cancers, the tumors shrunk really really small. In fact, really? we can't see it with the naked eye anymore. Which and I went, I'm guessing that's good because I I'm like you, I forget to ask things. I come home, my wife's like, what's this? What's that? She's a medical secretary, you know, so she's oh, a nuisance. Oh man, she knows everything. Yeah. So um, and I I can't remember even if they tell me. So what's the point? Um, so and I and I said and then the the stuff the one in the other eye hasn't changed at all, so they're happy with that um, to just leave it. So I get injections in my eye every four weeks to try oh, and save right. the sight in it in mm. the left in my left eye, um, and the right eye they're just monitoring every. Well, it, it happens every four weeks now because mm. I go for an injection, um, and then but I've got a gene which means it could spread um, yeah. to other parts of my body, mostly my liver probably. Uh, so I go every six months for a, a scan there, and I went a couple of weeks ago, and it was mm. sad. Mm. So happy days. Brilliant. Thank God. It was all, it's all, yeah. all good, you know, for now. Yeah, I'm in there every three months, you know. Um, I'm fine apart from that, yeah. you know. And you, you hear so many people who, who suddenly die, and yeah. they probably had cancer all their life, and they didn't realise. Yeah. Mm. I had nothing wrong with me. I didn't feel ill, no. which is the thing. Often when people get ill, it's too late. Yeah. So mm. I, I figure we've 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 caught it really fast. You know, on the last PET scan, there was nothing. You know, the the yeah. these cells have grown in the last six weeks. I have a PET scan every six weeks, so they're so tiny. Yeah. At the moment. It's yeah. incredible that so what they can incredibly do. Incredibly positive. Mm. Yeah. Steve, we, you've done you've done decades of comedy, yeah. traveling the world with that. You've done magaz sorted magazine, you know, millions of people have read that and wow. sort of been impacted by that. You you know, you walk in this journey of faith and life and you know, through cancer, which again is something that people you know, many, you know, many people face an evil yeah. disease. Many, you know, many, many people, people face, like I mean, what, what, face, what, what would you say to, you know, people who are watching this, who aren't, who maybe who aren't Christians, you know, is there something you'd, you'd encourage them with or something, you know, to, to help point them towards, you know, this, this good news that you started at the beginning yeah. by talking about, you know, it? I would just say, try it. Yeah. You know, you've got nothing to lose mm. and everything to gain. God really is just a prayer away, as I did as a 12, 13-year-old on my knees. Say sorry for the wrong things in your life. Believe that this man, Jesus, we're thinking about him Christmas time, this little baby born in a little shed next door to a pub in the middle of nowhere, grew mm. up to be a man who turned the whole world upside down. You know, believe, you know, he loves you and he died for you and ask him to take over. It really is as simple as that. Mm. Yeah. And it's brilliant. You've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. Wow. Yeah, it's great. Wow. And that's what the I've simple seen. Simple stuff, boys. Yeah. yeah. Sim so good, Absolutely though. Absolutely simple. Yeah. And that's what I've that's 
you know, my, my parents uh, came to faith in their, their late teens and that was basically, you know, I had a front row seat to seeing them giving it a go. And that was the thing that kind of like made me think, oh, there is a God. It's just what I do about it. Because, you know, I saw people who were just like, I love what you're saying, Steve, that stepping out in faith yeah. and, you know. His dad's my, very similar. Just to to give it a go. Story. Yeah, giving it a go. Just decided to become a tent evangelist and, you know, buy a tent for five big, grand. Big circus more. tent and all that. And, so <laughs> and just... then traveling around with it. <laughs> Sell his house because the church needed some money, you know, yeah. that type of stuff. <laughs> and so you're looking at that kind of stuff and going, well, this is either That's mental fun. or God yeah. is real. And I found again and again God that is God real. is real. And yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, I, but... it's normally the cultural stuff that the, that the church or churches can put around it that put particularly blokes off, I find. Mm. It's that kind of... Yeah, that, I don't want to be a monk. No, it's no. that extra sort of gospely stuff that they mm. add on. That's not... That That it's, actually is not Christianity, is it? No, it's like it's the not. bit you've built, you've built it's onto it. It's our own culture that we've built It's it religion, onto. isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. these yeah. rules and regulations. You wear a suit you do this, on a Sunday you and you wear sandals with socks and you sing <laughs> Kumbaya and Lord of the Dance. It's nonsense. It's religious yeah. crazy trappings. Yeah, yeah. 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 Jesus wasn't religious. He was amazing. You know, some of his best friends were prostitutes. I mean, that was contra- some of Tom's you know, as well. What would be now? <laughs> anyway, fantastic. We're, we're coming to the end. We're coming, Steve. We so fab. appreciate you. I could you. talk to you all. We day. could talk to you all day, Steve. But well, you probably do got. It. Come on, let's hang out a bit. Probably more. got Jose Mourinho ready to come on next. We've. It's been. Thank you so much. Even just sharing some of your walk with, um, you, you know, cancer and stuff, mate. It's incredibly yeah. generous of you to Fabulous. share some of your story, thank and you. we do appreciate it. We're going to get another story from you that now, though, Steve, yeah. aren't we, yeah. Al? Because you've got a chance today, my friend, um, to, to get yourself on I Finnegan's... Mean, with your life, this is the next step. This is the next step. This is the well, next level of, of faith. Yeah. This is what I've been aiming at. This I mean, is, this is, this is, all Denzel, your life has Bear led Grylls, to this. Chris Hemsworth, then yeah. the yeah. wall yeah. at Martin Finnegan's. Sheen, Martin Sheen. Yeah. Yeah. So, all this, so basically how it works, Steve... Yeah. Were yeah. you going to... You were about to explain no, this? No, go on. Okay, basically how it works is that you tell a story, a funny story, and um, we have a little think afterwards. Yeah. You know, we re- reflect on it quite seriously. we're the committee. We're the committee. Yeah. Members members committee. And basically, if the story is wool-worthy, then basically... Get them on the wall, lad. You get get on the Love wall, it. lad. That's what happens. And yeah. we put you, put your name up on the wall whenever you're in the Northwest. We'll put sure. you with Gav Calver. We'll yeah, put you okay. next we'll to Gav Calver. What was his story? Yeah, oh, his it was, story. His story was about, about him blocking the toilet. At it was. Else's it was. Yeah, yeah. He's only got one story. One story. That's it. That is brilliant. He does that you've it well, called yeah. him. You've called right him out, out well. There. Well, well done. Do you know Gav, I've... we want a different story yeah, next time, lad. Yes, that's been told. Your membership is up for review. But if it doesn't go well, Steve, then sadly. Your bad you lad. Bad. And, oh, flipping it. Well, um, you know, and, and we can't have your bad, to be honest. No, no. you're already, you're already favoured. Yeah. So, um, thank you, boys. You, you can only ruin well, I don't know this. How funny is it saying. is, but it's a true story, and okay. it involves salt, and it involves Christmas and one of my mates. So it kind of has got something for every everyone in there. Great. Um, and it's a big name drop as well. So I don't know if you've got a clanging sound effect there but uh, we've been <laughs> see what about I can famous do. people <laughs> so i'll crack on shall i yes. go for it mate thank you so one of my good friends is nigel ben the boxer nice uh, the dark destroyer and yeah. uh, nigel came to faith a number of years ago and i was going to help him 
write his autobiography as I ghostwrite a few of those for as people. You do. As you do, yeah. <laughs> well, as you do. <laughs> with me all level English. <laughs> so, sure, uh, I'll write a book for you. <laughs> yeah, it's just writing, isn't it? Yeah, you're just, just talking, words. You write, that's how you do it. That's writing, isn't it? It's not rocket science. Mm. So anyway, Nigel was coming over and uh, we tour around a little bit and uh, I host a show, have some fun at the beginning, interview him. We talk about him coming to faith, et cetera, et cetera. Picked him up from Gatwick once. Brought him back to my place in Little Ants and he said, what's wrong with your hands? So blisters all over my hands because we just moved into a new house and it was a new build and I've uh, been digging a pond and uh, it was really hard, the ground in the back garden. And he said, look, I've not had a workout today. I'll, I'll dig it for you. And we had a couple of builders, Max and, not Max and Paddy, Paddy and Mick, <laughs> um, a couple of builders working in our back garden. And they keep nudging, they, 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 they kept nudging each other saying, that's Nigel Ben, isn't it? Digging a pond <laughs> in the back garden. And he used to just dig in and having a joke with them. And they went off and told their, their foreman at lunchtime that they'd been digging in the garden. And Nigel Ben was digging a pond. And he said, <laughs> and I heard him shouting, what the F do you think? Effing Nigel, effing Ben's going to be digging an effing pond in, in effing Little Hampton in the middle of the afternoon. I mean, I'm thinking the same thing. <laughs> and I just thought, what a great story and how that yeah. fits in with the Christmas story. Why would the son of God be born in this little hellhole? Yeah. You know, of yeah. all places. Why yeah. wasn't he born in a hospital? Why didn't he have Sky TV pay-per-view there? Why were the first first visitors, the first witnesses, shepherds, mm. the first century nobodies? And I just thought, yeah, what a lovely Christmassy story. That was Nigel Ben digging a pond. Wow. So good. I mean, who oh, gets nice so about Not funny, but poignant, boy. I love oh, it. I love it. That's I mean, Jose Mourinho yeah. <laughs> sends you 50 quid. <laughs> Bear Grylls is your mate. <laughs> and now you've got Nigel Ben yeah. digging your pond. Do you I mean, know what? I, mean, I just, I bow, yeah, I yeah, bow in all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, we had, uh, I'm doing some building work at my place the other day and, um, <laughs> Uh, I had Alan Alan Finnegan from Britain's Got Talent <laughs> driving the digger. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what? No one, no, no one, stopped. no one stopped and said, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you're going straight on the wall, yeah, mate." Definitely, very good. get him on the very wall, good. lad. Um, I think just having you at Finnegan's would be amazing because who knows who you turn up with? Hello, who knows so who you might bring, bring along? Martin Sheen next. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're going there with Gav. Very good. Steve, it's been a Absolute pleasure. Brilliant. Thank, Thank you, you so much. So we'll much. have to have you back on, I think. We will do. Time. Steve, if you're ever in the Northwest. Yes, next and, time um, you're in the Northwest, try and make it a Wednesday night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very you specific. Know what, I mean, so much fun in West Kirby. I think yeah. I'll be back there. What a great URC church. The yeah, vicar good. there, Louise. Do you know Louise Franklin? Mm, no. Oh. She's a budding stand-up. You should oh, get her on the show. Me. She's love your lover. Oh, maybe we'll have Louise down one night maybe for Finnegan's then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she does a comedy night every Christmas. Does she? She's never invited Alan. No, I have to have done it. <laughs> oh, do you know what happened? She probably invited you know him. I think you have he... been there because we were talking about you, Al. Uh, I think I might have done it a gig over that I way. Think you probably one Christmas. Beautiful. Lovely church on the corner. Very oh, good. I can't remember. That's amazing that you booked the gig and then actually turned up for it. <laughs> <laughs> I've That's... just cancelled a couple of gigs, you see, Steve. Get a... oh, have you? Yeah. They were miles away. Like, just... But bike. you knew where oh, they were they? when you I know. booked them. One of them was in, um, you're going to know this this church. You, you've definitely been there. Where was that? Oh. Um, Frinton-on-Sea. Love with, it. With Mark Macy, is it Mark Macy? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. love that. Sea, a brilliant... yeah. Well, you should have suggested me. I've been I there. Was there. Gonna go. I was going to go. I was going to go and then like... 
uh, I'm not funny anymore, Steve. So <laughs> I decided to, I couldn't go. Oh, I couldn't funny. drive seven hours and bomb. <laughs> and then eight hours home. That's yeah. what it took me last time I went there. It was 15 hours round trip. And I just thought, <laughs> I can't do it. I just can't do it. I'm going to, I'll end up, I'll end up suicidal. I did one gig, Steve, and at, at the end of the gig, I was, it, it hadn't gone well. And I, I was coming home. <laughs> And I had to put diesel in my car, which is always a, a pain, isn't it? Because um, you're thinking, I'm, I'm not even getting hardly any money for this, and it's costing me more to get here and back, right? And as I'm putting it in, I'm reading the top of the petrol pump because they have little adverts on them, and it adds, yes. feeling down, call the Samaritans. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I thought, oh, dear oh, me. Never mind. Oh, uh, right. Anyway. Well, yeah. there we go. It's time. Yeah. It's time. We're going to call time on this. We, we ring our bell to uh, so we can sync the audio with the... With... <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not technical. <laughs> no, it's, uh, uh, Steve Legg, everybody. Steve it's been Leg. fabulous, and I'd love to have him back on, I think. I would love time. to have But him for back. now, we're going to call time, and it's all time, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Steve. And yeah. see you again soon, mate. God bless you. God bless. Cheers, fellas.